0: We are the salt and light, but the light is light.
1: Come and catch a wave, open phone, press play, we'll help you feel good about yourself. Let us take the weight off your shoulders for a day, a little laughter makes good for your health. Yeah, baby, we the salt
0: to the Salt and Lit Podcast. My name is Chris. I'm here with my beautiful sister and co-host. Hey, everybody. I am Yelly. We are back preserving authenticity, bringing flavor and igniting light in the world. And thank y'all so much for showing up and listening to um, everything, listening to the episodes. The support has been so huge. So we are so thankful. that and um we got another good one for y'all today um so today we have a special guest we have Kristen's best friend from third grade (laughs) Lillian Wilkins hey (laughs) y'all we went back back
1: back in the day right the gang 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 <laughs> we took you
0: back, so Lily, so Lillian has been my friend for we could say now twenty plus years that's for crazy. sure
1: more than half of our lives that's crazy
0: and um we we've gone through every stage together, but Lily, um well, I just want to say before she talks about herself, uh she is one of my favorite people um she's one of the most genuine, honest um loyal people that i know she is a family woman she is about her business and um she is a just an amazing person so i'm super thankful that we have her here um to talk about the topic at hand which we'll let y'all know in a minute but before we do lily just tell us a little bit about yourself
1: yeah you gonna make me shed a tear But like Chris said, um, my name is Lily. I go by Lil, whatever, Lillian, all of the above. Um, And just a little bit about myself. Christy and I, we met. And third grade in elementary school is so crazy. Um, and just like her, I feel my sentiment is the same, like just an authentic person silly. We connected as soon as we met. Um, but a little bit about me, I, I guess I could talk about family. Cause that's most important. I have a husband and three boys just had my youngest. He's five months now, Zeke. So we got Zy, Zane and Zeke, all Z names. Um, and yeah, I guess what we could talk about our work, my work. Um, so I ha- I dabble in a few different things. One, I co-host the show as well called Direct Message where my husband and I, Mark Wilkins, we just kind of give our advice on um, relationships from our point of view. Uh, my husband also has a, co- a clothing line called Vertigo, which I'm extremely proud of. It's streetwear, and a lot of it is statement pieces. So he has a shirt right now out that's um, about uh, Brianna Taylor, which is really cool. So check that out at Don't Look dot com. Um, and yeah, I think that that might be it. I don't want to bore you too much.
0: No, not boring at all. Uh, <laughs> she and her husband are like the model couple, y'all. And direct message is hilarious. It's (laughs) one of my favorite things. I love when the new seasons come out. I'll be waiting for them. They be kind of taking a little long to come out. That's That's
1: Um, one of them kids. Blame it on up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So it was actually Yelly's idea um, to bring Lily on because me and Yelly were like reminiscing one day just talking about all of the dumb things that me and Lillian used to do and get caught up in, <laughs> and Yelly still followed and did dumb stuff after us. She didn't learn no lessons. For <laughs> Girl, them, listen. These are some of my favorite stories that I always remember, and I just hope, just hope and pray that y'all just run through a few of them. Like especially <laughs> my favorite one with the Kristen look story. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna I'll let y'all tell it better than me but um yeah Lily has always been there I just remember um Kristen being mad at me because when she went to Lily's house when we was little I used to always ask can I go and Kristen did not want me to go sometimes she'd be okay with it um but yeah I'm really excited that you're here with us Lily and we knew we wanted to do an episode on just taking it back like what could you tell your eight-year-old self and i was like we need a childhood best friend on here i was like you should have i don't really have a childhood best friend but i was like oh chris we should ask lily if she want to do
1: it (laughs) so and somebody
0: who's just super successful in everything that they do now so but yeah so some of the stories okay the, the story that yelly is talking about this look kristen I just want to say, me and Lillian were in grammar school. We were two of the smartest people in school. And I'm not just saying that we were top of our class, but we did some dumb stuff. And Lillian did dumber <laughs> stuff to me. She was I, the top of the class.
1: I just want to say that. always just calling me an airhead because it was some stuff that I just did not think through. <laughs>
0: Lillian, you want to tell the story or you want me?
1: Go on. I don't want to embarrass myself too much. <laughs> okay,
0: I'll embarrass you. Okay, so yeah. I don't I don't really know what happened or why, but me and Lillian were in music class the substitute. Miss <laughs> Freelix. Y'all remember Miss Freelix? <laughs> All the highlands, folks. Remember, y'all remember Ms. the the meanest substitute the meanest no is. with
1: that big and, old mole on her face. Are oh, you bogus? And,
0: and her hair was kind of nappy. She wore this. did she wear like a nappy rope, nappy French two? Now French what French if Freelix lives to this? Y'all and and <laughs> Miss Freelix, if you're listening. You. No, nah, Miss if you listening, take them French rolls down. <laughs> yes. No, nah, Miss Freelix, if you listening, you bogus because okay, so
1: this what happened.
0: So Lillian, we were just drawing naked pictures, drawing bodies. <laughs> Lillian drew a man and a woman because she had a brother, so she already knew what little penises look like. She drew a man and a woman. <laughs> And I knew a woman and my woman had a little cloud, you know, the little thought cloud. Her thought cloud said, I'm happy when I'm naked. Told y'all. I don't
1: remember (laughs) that cloud.
0: Well, my mama remembers it and she always brings that up. But so we just drawing our naked pictures, doing our thing. And then Lillian, she added, I think she added hair to the boys. <laughs> kiss. And so she's gonna lift up the nobody like Kristen, look in the direction of Miss Freelix, y'all. In the direction of the teacher. <laughs> and Miss Freelix saw we was only two feet away from her. Y'all, when I say Hi, I was girl. so
1: mad at Lillian, <laughs> I was so <laughs> that was the first time i think i ever got in real trouble like we had to get sent to the principal's office i feel like i cried like what was was going on
0: (laughs) lillian i remember you said this one line you was like well miss freely was like well i'm not gonna call your parents but i'm gonna tell your teacher and you was like what you think our teacher gonna do (laughs) (laughs) y'all if you really do y'all probably never thought about this but can you imagine what was going through the teacher's heads like what kind of households was these kids coming from Were they
1: just drawing naked pictures like what, what is going on in the I, home man I don't know I still don't know why who's I feel like Kristen started this she was probably
0: for, sure. for sure I know I started it because <laughs> that weekend I had saw some breasts on on a movie I wasn't supposed to be watching <laughs> and I was I would think I was drawing it to show Lillian like this is what I saw in the movie we was in fourth grade fourth grade
1: but I oh, yeah, feel like great. when you're inquisitive you right? start thinking about bodies and sexuality so I don't think it's that strange did y'all get a
0: whooping
1: <laughs> yeah I did
0: Lillian got a whooping I remember she told me she got three hard hits yeah and she my was day. like did you get a whooping I was like no mommy was just she was the type of mama that needed to understand so and I prayed. <laughs> Which was y'all. worse I was gonna say prayer works because I prayed that I wouldn't get a whooping, and I didn't. It didn't work
1: for me. God wasn't answering my prayers that night because I got a whooping.
0: But I feel like parents don't really know what to do with that. Like, because it's like on one hand, like if you think about it, like now if I thought about my daughter or son doing that, I would probably ask them more questions. I wouldn't be as mad. the The bad part is doing it in school when you're supposed to be paying attention. But drawing the naked pictures I mean it's it's not that bad looking back like it's not that bad uh, it's God. not that bad I think the parents like mommy y'all and yo my parents Lily, they was just embarrassed like I found <laughs> out like when adults get embarrassed they get mad like <laughs> I ain't gonna tell y'all my story but that's just what they do so they was just Taking their anger out on y'all and embarrassment out on y'all. Wait, well, no, 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 You talking about you
1: ain't gonna tell your right, story? You gonna you're gonna have to just gonna let
0: us get it's not. It's not about me, though. The embarrassing story is not about me, which I shouldn't have brought up. But
1: Oh, okay.
0: I think I know what you're saying. All right. I'll tell you offline, Lily. Okay. You got know, definitely. That's a date. I need to know
1: you ain't gonna embarrass me. And I
0: don't feel no story to Yelly. No, it's like, not even about me.
1: Yelly already told us
0: about uh what she did to follow which yelly's was worse she was cussing us oh yeah no I didn't I didn't say it on here Kristen I didn't didn't. say it no um that was on the episode we threw in the trash (laughs) oh was it (laughs) we didn't even use that episode oh okay my bad Uh, but I'll tell it here um when I was in third grade (laughs) no fourth grade we used to like switch classes like between math and reading and my regular desk mate, his name was Vernon, and the girl that switched classes and my new desk mate for math, her name was Shania. Do y'all remember? You remember her? That name? Yeah, mm-hmm. I
1: remember Shania. Yeah.
0: Okay, well, <laughs> Shania, if you're listening, I don't like you no
1: more. Um, <laughs> what? But,
0: <laughs> but anyway, so she. No, I was in third grade. I'm sorry. So Shania came and she sat at my desk and. She, I don't remember how we got started, but she started writing down curse words. And I remember this was the first time I learned how to spell damn. And I learned that it was an N at the end of damn. And I was like, oh, she also <laughs> taught me the B word. Um, and she was just writing it down. And I was just like, oh, I'm about to write it down. And so then she wrote down some stuff, but then I took it too far. And my teacher name was Miss Majeski. And I was like, Miss Majeski is a DB. <laughs> and I wrote it down. <laughs> And so me and Shanae are like, ooh, Kiki laughing. Shanae goes on about her business when the bell rings. Bye, Danielle. Left. And then here come Vernon being here (laughs) to come and sit down. And Vernon opened the note that Shanae left in his desk. And then she opened it up. And she didn't say nothing to me. She could at least warn me that she was getting up. She went up and just- Keep calling Vernon a she. I thought it was a boy. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry. Well, shoot. Mm, That was a good (laughs) Vernon. No, I was just playing. So Vernon got up and he went and took it to the teacher. And of course, a couple of days, I think like, I don't know how long ago it was after, but I got a call on the intercom. Danielle Stringfellow, please come to the main office. (laughs) And they had mommy on the phone and mommy was like. I'm on my way. Girl, I got a whooping in the bathroom. Oh, <laughs> and I remember it, under the stalls, it was like shoes under there. So I was like trying to hold him. <laughs> Holding so, nobody my so nobody can hear me. And then, like a couple years ago, Vernon tried to add me on Facebook, and I declined him. Vernon, I ain't forgot, bro. Still hold on
1: to yeah? <laughs> yes, forget, don't,
0: Vernon. Never, forget. Vernon. Vernon, you could have told me that you was about to tell on me. Like, <laughs> that's that's all I'm saying. You ain't like it, that wasn't none of your business did I call your mama, be Vernon. Right. Oh. Exactly he was just doing something what was it about the third and fourth grade that like do you feel like kids are that way now like between that eight and nine year old age where Word. they're just doing stuff i feel like it's the age when you most you're the most uh, impressionable like you you just are influenced mm-hmm. by what's going on around you and if you yeah i mean yeah <laughs> But I think it's, oh, I mean, what you did, <laughs> I feel like it wouldn't have been as bad if you ain't cussed your teacher out and called her <laughs> a female dog. For no reason. I was such a good student. And mommy made me apologize in front of the whole class, too. The whole class don't know what I did. I could have just apologized to her by herself. <laughs> she was probably so early. She probably still got that little letter and you was calling her that like that. <laughs> <laughs> she probably quit teaching after that. 'Cause no, she's not. She's I I mean you was definitely around. So another dumb, dumb thing me and Lillia did, which is countless amounts of things. We used to do we were so lame too on top of the dumb stuff. (laughs) which i used to do like watch watches back or something i was um, always the ring leader like i was, was
1: always <laughs> see, I was, you it was always you kristen what was i thinking i should have been a leader i shouldn't have been following you but the thing is
0: again smartest two of the smartest kids in the in the in your class but we set our watches back so we could hang out longer outside so we actually our curfew was like we what? thought it was the best idea ever like we were like
1: oh this is so cold we gonna kick our parents.
0: so what did y'all say like oh i just thought it was
1: no we no we we didn't
0: have time to say nothing lily and daddy came outside with a well first of all we returned probably only 30 minutes or so past it the curfew but we was Lily was trying to explain, stumbling over her words. Her daddy had a belt around his neck when he came outside. <laughs> I thought I was gonna get a whooping too. It was so scary. And he was like, and your parents been round here three or four times looking for you. And I was just like, uh. and he was like, Lily, I was so scared of your daddy. I remember we used to leave our bikes in the front and he used to be like, I told y'all to move your bikes. <laughs> why wouldn't we just why wouldn't we just put him in the back like he said every time
1: I don't know he a big marshmallow too he ain't gonna do nothing my daddy probably only would me like two times out of my life but those are the ones that hurt the most because he didn't whip me that often yes I know I really disappointed him when I got him. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah uh, but that was probably really sorry Lillian I mean it is what it is now but at that time no he, that that's what I mean that was all show, show he was all barking, no bite with that cause he just came out with his belt and we went right in the house and ate dinner like oh you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going
0: to get a whooping on, on yeah. for a second time because me just, I, he well, didn't yeah.
1: understand my logic like Lillian just because you set your watch back like that doesn't mean that time went back in time. Like that doesn't mean anything. You can't fool me and say that well, the watch. Like it doesn't
0: mean anything. <laughs> no, that wasn't the logic that we were. It was more so like the watch broke, and so yeah. it just paused on this time.
1: Like we couldn't keep up with time because the watch broke. It made sense to our little fourth grade minds. And y'all
0: probably fun. wasn't even doing nothing but riding bikes. Like It, was nothing. Nothing. <laughs> it wasn't nothing that was
1: <laughs> that fun. Nothing. Uh, that, now that reminded me, all we did was just to just walk around the neighborhood and talk. But I remember the best conversation that we had, <laughs> Kristen. <laughs> Once again, Kristen being a ringleader, being a little hot mama. We were just around the neighborhood talking. I forgot how we got on the subject, but Kristen was like, "Lily, do y'all, would you have a beef? I was like, what? Wait.
0: Wait a minute. <laughs> I don't think I know this story. I'm
1: going to let Kristen tell it again. No, let me tell it. I don't remember what I... I, I <laughs> I honestly don't remember all the granular details either. I just remember Kristen asking me. We were older at this point too, granted. We weren't like Sixth before. grade,
0: we weren't that much older.
1: It was a little older, again, the age when you start exploring sexuality, you know, and I think Kristen was explaining the feeling or urge of, like, being a little horny, and she described it as if the vagina was beeping. <laughs> <laughs> And, it we next to time. Say,
0: and then after that forever we'll be like i'll be like my page is going off like was, <laughs> like because that was the era where little boys just grab your butt or yep. just violate you that was that age, hey, that six that junior high age where they just run up to you and grab the booty was the game and at, at recess <laughs> and so he liked it, Steve too. Beeping. Like, okay, I, I, my body was naturally reacting to it. <laughs> I'm just being honest. <laughs> Kristen, but the beep, did your vagina ever beep? Like, the thing is why it's funny now is because you weren't trying to be funny back then. You were no. just, like, describing the feeling <laughs> the of pulse. it. It was a pulse. It was a pulse. The blood
1: rushing there.
0: You probably be telling Terrence, like, my vagina beeped. Terrence. <laughs>
1: Just, okay. just enable, my page is going
0: off oh my god that is so funny so, uh, okay so we know we did dumb stuff but it was it was so much fun back then to fun. experience that stuff and just to still have these memories today making us crack up like this like i appreciate it but I want to ask both of y'all. And so Yelly, think of something, cause you trying to act like you ain't got nothing to say. What <laughs> is something that defined, um, what's a moment in your childhood that, that changed you or where you felt like, Oh, I'm growing up. Like it could have, whenever you felt like that, whenever you felt that transition from like, <clears throat> like adolescence to like, you know, more mature or growing up where you, I guess, losing your innocence. And I don't mean like sexual. I just mean, generally speaking.
1: Yeah. One thing that comes to mind for me, um, definitely is my parents getting a divorce. I think that was a difficult time for me. And it was interesting because Kristen, I feel like your mom has always been in my life and has always been a force where I feel like I could just talk to her and just kind of express myself even if I didn't want to she was always y'all family has always been so welcoming and just wanting to be that sounding board and she just came to me and asked me how I felt and I don't think I tried to put it out I tried not to express how I felt about it but it was a difficult time for me especially seeing y'all parents who have been together for so many years and have worked through the storms like us now being in a marriage understanding that it's not all easy but they made it look easy and natural um so i think me just seeing what i hope for in my parents to have that longevity versus the reality that that wasn't the case anymore and me kind of realizing that i needed to step up um and also like mama i'm gonna have to support my mom like she went through this it's hard for her i'm also gonna have to support my daddy too i love both of them dearly but I understand, I think I understood at the time, although no matter how much I wanted my parents to be together, it wasn't healthy for them. Um, And I think that was a defining moment to recognize too that we can still have relationships with people even though we're not in the same household. I understood that there are so many different family structures. I want the healthy, happy marriage, but I see that my parents are happy and healthier apart I, I think that for me just kind of cemented that um, every household isn't always exactly the same and that's okay. Yeah.
0: Mm. I think for me, mine is like very, it's still kind of juvenile the moment that I realized that, anyway, I'll just skip to the story. Um, I think mine was in like seventh grade. I was, and we transitioned to the different school district. And I think that was the first time that I had to learn how to make friends um, because I didn't know anybody when we moved to that school district. Um, because you know, all before then, we had friends in church and then we left that church. And I remember my childhood best friend. We, I was That was kind of like the transition point that we kind of wasn't really friends anymore. And then not only did we go to a different church, but we also moved to a different school district. Not not Mary P. Moody, but like more so like junior high. And that's when I realized, that's when I started paying attention to like my clothes and what I had on. Because all before then we had uniforms. Yeah. And when we moved to that school district, they didn't have uniforms. So... I think, I don't know if this is good or not, but that's when I actually started paying attention to what people had on. That was the first time. And I started being more conscious of what I wore. And I remember my first day of school, I wore this long jeans, <laughs> this long jean skirt that came to my ankles and some All pink right. saponies.
1: Okay. in
0: a, a pink sweater shirt with like ruffles. I looked horrible. <laughs> I bet yeah. you thought you was killing it that day. I did, because I was like, "Oh, pink, pink, pink zircones. <laughs> I've seen these on the billboard, like, you know, the zirconi billboards that used to be old back in the day. <laughs> um, but I think that was, like, my defining moment of growing up and kind of developing my own sense of style when it came to, like, you know, clothing and stuff. That's kind of childish, but I think that was the my turn point. I think point.
1: that's a good point, though, because I think at all – at a certain point, everybody has to start to learn how to identify who they are, like, mm-hmm. visually. And I think style has a big part to play in all that. So I don't think it's juvenile. I think that's really introspective, quite honestly.
0: Yeah. yeah. I agree. Hmm. And Yelly, mine is kind of similar to yours. I don't think it was necessarily that, um... Well, it it wasn't the clothes for me, but the the friendship thing. Like, I feel like when I was ripped away, because even when we went to the private junior high, I was still connected with my friends and um, Lillian and all my friends. And during that time, like we were still connected. We still made time to see each other. But then high school came, and I felt like I, that's how I felt in high school. Like, I didn't come from none of these districts. I don't know none of these people. Mm -hmm. I'm in this by myself. And things weren't sweet, and kids were mean. And I don't I, they weren't necessarily mean to me, but I saw how mean people were to up to other, yeah. People. And I didn't understand. Like I think I was really naive to the fact of. I mean, even though like grammar school, you a little mean, you might bully here and there, but these people like plotting against folks like <laughs> at the high school. And um, I think a part of me, uh, I didn't, I didn't ever fully conform. But I think a part of me just wanted to blend it. Like I didn't want to. Ruffle feathers i didn't want to stand out i remember feeling like that especially my freshman year i just was trying to find something to hold on to um and i met people and i was able to kind of find my way a little bit but it was almost like you know that twinkle in your eye that you have when you when you're little when you're a little kid it's like that kind of just went away because it's like okay now it's kind of like real life people talk about you everybody don't like you you don't know everybody you ain't that smart because it's still uh it's so many more people smarter than you, even though Lillian so was, true. was that smart, actually. She uh, graduated valedictorian of her high school class.
1: <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: it was just like, all of that played a role. And I realized how much I began to care about um, the people that were around me and um, what they thought. And mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't really like it. I didn't like I didn't like it. Eventually I found real friends and I think I grew to like high school, but it was definitely that for me. So I relate to that, Yelly. Just being, kind of being ripped out of what you feel is normal and learning that your normal ain't normal. It's just what, what works for
1: you or what you have. Well, we, I'm sorry. Yelly.
0: um, No, I was just about to say, uh, your story about being a freshman I was in seventh grade so we was going through the same thing at the same time yeah that's true but go ahead Lily that's all I wanted to say
1: I was just gonna say it's interesting because it sounds like y'all had to step out of your comfort zone I feel like I've never like learned this about y'all but to me like seeing y'all I think I saw y'all again at the point where y'all had already kind of assimilated and made new friends and it seemed natural, like, I I didn't, I wasn't aware that y'all had that struggle, because y'all have both always been super charismatic, and really friendly, and open, and I think people have always naturally gravitated towards y'all, so I didn't realize y'all were dealing with that.
0: Yeah, I think I, dealt with it a little well I don't want to speak for Kristen but I think I dealt with it a little bit harder than Kristen I think it was a little bit harder for me to make friends because even though like I can be outgoing I'm very shy in new environments and I'm not the most talkative person in a new environment so it took me a while to kind of I mean I kind of developed friendships but like when we moved school districts I feel like Kristen instantly she had Lauren right across the street. Um, and then that became one of her best friends um, to this day, and I don't think that I had that same experience. I think that I, I think that also just goes along with our personalities. Kristen was just a confident, <laughs> confident person all her life, so I was insecure um, during those, like, transition years, and
1: kind of had to. I
0: didn't feel confident, though, like, I Looking back, I realized how confident I was, and I feel more insecure now than I did back then. But I don't think I'll, you know, you know how you're, just like when you're a little kid, you're not really aware of yourself. Like, I wasn't aware that I was confident, but Lillian, do you remember when I gave you that picture in fourth grade that said Too cute, too fine for life. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I still might have that. I I can't wait to transition because I got some pictures, woo, and some letters. I can't wait. (laughs) Oh my god, what do you have? What do you have? Okay, let me go ahead. So you know, I got. Let me show you this first. So I. I really hope that we can show this video because I got this old K-Swiss box with all my old pictures and letters that I kept. Oh, by like my God. Letters. You know it was old because I got a K-Swiss box. Don't nobody wear K-Swiss no more.
0: <laughs> both of y'all just got memories. Like, y'all keep <laughs> everything. Both of y'all. <laughs> I do. I got a box like that. <laughs> just
1: like that. Man, I'm telling you, you got to. I don't think at that point I realized how profound this is to like still have all this old stuff but I'm so happy that I cherished it so this was still middle school when we were living in the same neighborhood but (laughs) you were going to a different school so like we still live in the same city zip code everything but we were writing letters to each other because even though we still live close by you know we were still in different (laughs) schools exactly so I'm not gonna read the whole letter, but it was one part that had me dead. So stop <laughs> there. Wait, I don't know what this is about. It's funny. It's so funny, Chris. You don't read it. it's so this goes to the whole point, of like the with the whole purpose of this podcast is like just talking about friendships and longevity and it says i hope we stay tight for a long time you wrote four again you must have loved writing the number four <laughs> like <laughs> i hope we stay tight for a long time till we are old and gray and our titties are sagging to the ground <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> And look, that's the lame part. It says, I know, I know you laughing, so I'm gonna let you get that." And she drove a squiggly line to let me laugh. (laughs) But then it's a break inside, saying, are you done yet? Not. How you know if I'm done? And then she (laughs) let me finish with my laugh. (laughs) I was cracking up. Like, this ain't Christian. do you (laughs) remember that?
0: now that she showed it I remember that moment writing that but I wasn't thinking that it was funny I don't know I don't know what I was doing but (laughs) oh my god that's hilarious but I I love that you kept all that stuff I want to see it though I want to be able to see it
1: I'm just looking at your little handwriting. I'm like, oh, look at this! It is. It's crazy. I can't <laughs> believe it. it's been such a long time. I have a whole bunch of other letters. Next time we link up, I'm gonna try to make sure I bring them so we can reminisce. Yes,
0: because it's so fun to laugh about it. And we, me and Lillian aren't able to talk all the time. But when we do, y'all, it's never. It's never awkward. It's never like trying to catch up is just diving right in and i know some of y'all can relate to those type of friendships but it's really like that like right now i haven't talked to her maybe in like a couple months maybe like for real for real talk
1: it's bad don't tell the people
0: how long i mean we might text like what's up girl how you doing but okay but that's what that's how you know it's a real friend like real friends don't get offended by by stuff like that because it's a mutual understanding of real life like sometimes you're gonna have the friends that you talk to all day every day but i feel like y'all have built like such a strong foundation in y'all friendship that like even if y'all don't talk for a long time, like y'all still gonna land back on the foundation every time that y'all talk, and I really love that. <laughs> y'all my favorite friendship. I probably- and we know that the love <laughs> is there. Like we don't. I'm never doubting. Like, oh, is Lily mad at me because we ain't talked? Like, I I never feel like that. Um, but we I know she be thinking about me, and I and she know I be thinking about her. We just may not always act on it, but we be like, it be we be on each other's mind.
1: Have y'all ever argued before? no did we i don't think so i mean i know i think i've had that conversation with kristen before she's terrible at answering her phone and has always been like even responding to text messages but i think i've recognized at first i took it personally like is it only me like i'm starting to worry is she are we losing that friendship because we are long distance and i don't know what's going on and all this but then I realized, like talking to her other friends, even you, Yelly, even her cousins and family, okay. her mom, like, her <laughs> mom, everybody. <laughs> but I'm no. better. I'm a little
0: better. She is better. I will say, oh, like, I called twice today, and she answered both calls. <laughs> now that's that's deep. Okay, she is a lot better with responding to text messages and. Um, she still don't answer Facetime, so don't Facetime on without a warning now. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> oh, don't you but feel like when somebody Facetime you without a warning, that's like them showing up to your house. Like okay, yeah, I'm I in my drawers. No, yeah, yeah I'm looking crazy.
1: I'm looking pop. Yeah, I, I I I agree with
0: that. I mean, but people still gonna do it, and if you and if I if I'm available to answer, I will. But I'm also the type of person like if I can't devote my full attention and my listening and my whole heart in the conversation, I just rather not answer. That's just how I always been because I get so annoyed with half listening. Uh, And that's just how some people are, but, you know, they probably fill it in because they talk every day. So they ain't got to fully listen because they already know the story. But another thing I wanted to ask y'all, both of us, and this is kind of like transitioning a little bit, before we get to like the yellyism and the no front zone segment, um, what would you tell your uh, childhood self? So, at any point, at any age that you want to talk to, what would you tell your childhood self? And I know that's a loaded question, but um, just do your best. What y'all? What would y'all say? Um, I think that I would probably just tell myself like just be confident (laughs) um be confident and know that like it's gonna get better because I feel like I don't think a lot of people knew this about me but like I was a worry board about I worried about everything like I worried that if the sky got too dark it was gonna be a tornado every single time like I was I don't know where that fear kind of developed like I was immediately scared about going into new crowds and what people would think about me and and anything. I don't know. I just I feel like I had a lot of fear. Like I was fearful that <laughs> that um, people was gonna break in the house. Like when we was younger. I don't know where that fear developed, that. but huh? I didn't know that. I
1: did not know. That. Yeah.
0: I mean, I don't. I mean, it's not stuff that it wasn't like that big of a deal. It was kind of just like always running in the back in the background. But um, I think that my i would just tell myself like don't fear and i feel i just imagine like where i would be now if i didn't have as much fear when i was like younger and like growing up yeah and i feel like it still like it still lingers around in some situations um just the fear of that but i mean it's just natural but um yeah that's that's it for me <laughs> yeah
1: wow that is a deep question i think as it relates to the show i would tell myself to cherish my my true friendships i think when kristen you know yelly made that move i didn't you guys were my best friends like i really didn't have anybody as close to me as y'all so i too also had that adjustment period i don't think it was as big as y'all because i still knew some of the folks that you know were still in the district. But because of that, I had to develop new relationships and some of the people that were in my friend groups were kind of toxic. Um, and like as, a, as I became more adult, and more confident in myself, I knew I had to let go of those friendships, but I wish that I had told myself, spend time with the people that really care about you more. Spend time with the people that, know, that you know going to always have your back with you more. Like, Kristen, I wish we could have spent more time together. I wish I could have popped up at Rich Central a little bit more and, yeah. you know, hung out with you more. But because, like, I feel like I've devoted myself and time to people that won't cherish it, like, the way, you know, y'all would. So, and it's hard now because I am far away. It's been long distance. I don't have, you know, we aren't as close, and we can't have that, that deep of a friendship as we once had. So I wish that if I were younger, I could have cherished it a little bit more deeply.
0: Lillian, Mm. mine is the exact same as yours. Um, I think I would have told myself to slow down, stop trying to grow up so fast, stop trying to to be older than you are and really uh, take the time to appreciate probably the people that are around you and that love you and, I I think I would tell myself how to recognize someone that cherishes you and to not Mm -hmm. be, to get out the fast lane. Like, I don't think I was in the fast lane as other people would describe, but I remember just wanting to get older, wanting to get a boyfriend, wanting to get to the next, to the next thing. And then then the next thing, like I couldn't, I didn't really enjoy the moment. And now that's something that I, do all the time I make sure that I stop and whatever I'm doing and whatever um season I'm in in life or whatever I'm experiencing even if it's not good I just let myself feel it like I let myself Mm -hmm. be in it because it's gonna go it's gonna be gone and then it's just gonna be a chapter in your life and especially like having little kids and Lily I know you can relate to this like I just want to soak all the irritations all the long (laughs) nights all the tiredness all the little pitter patters of feet running across the floor the tugging on the leg because um people always say that's what older people always say they're like slow down enjoy and so i'm trying to actually do that instead of having to say i wish i would have slowed down and enjoy but that's what i would tell my younger self for sure um but yeah well what do y'all feel like, I mean, because, you know, I don't have children yet, but like, do you feel like you see, I know y'all kids are still kind of young, but do you see like your, your yourselves and your children um, even, even as of like now and what age they are right now?
1: Yeah, I definitely do. I think, Yelly, kind of to your point, how you were saying you were more introverted, but we open up to people that we feel comfortable around. And I see my children doing that too. Like when we're in the house, all of us are so silly together. We can be just the most goofy family you've ever seen. But then I see Zion and Zane go out into the world. And for people that they don't know, they're a little like, <laughs> so I definitely see that in them, uh, in the silliness for sure.
0: Yeah, I see in case, I think I see, the protector I think I was real protective of my siblings and he being the oldest living he's so protective of Tula y'all that vacuum mm-hmm. turned on he finna grab her neck to make sure she <laughs> was that and y'all tula not even scared of
1: <laughs> the vacuum that's, that's his spirit <laughs> exactly and he just be like ah! Tula
0: <laughs> But I like that, though. I like that he is willing to put himself at risk to make sure she's protected. And then with Tula, she don't give a damn, okay? Like, that's what I see the most. Like, she just be looking like, okay. Like, I mean, things don't phase her. We went to the mm-hmm. zoo, and they have a dinosaur exhibit. Case was, like, all emotional that the dinosaurs were moving. Tula was sitting back, relaxing, eating her goldfish, looking like, Griffin, <laughs> bro. Like, so it's just those things... I see, I, and it's more so much more. But I think those yeah. are the main things that I see and I, that I see right now. Yeah, um,
1: you gotta send a picture next time you vacuum. I want to see a video of that. I so <laughs> can cry, because he do it every
0: time. He's like to the couch, to to the couch. And he's just like, boy, I'm I'm strange. <laughs> Girl, do you do you see um any qualities in your nieces and and nep- my nieces and nephews that might match me? I mean, you could think about it and text me about it later if you need uh, to. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be a part of it. <laughs> I want to be a part so bad. They well, they just, I see they're materialistic because you keep sending them toys. That's, that's right. Take all my money. Case and Tula take all of my money.
1: <laughs> so, okay. I really love, I think that's one thing. If I could just just talk about like, I really love y'all so much, and the whole family just because y'all all are just all have always been so warm and welcoming. I feel like every time I come around, I remember the first time I met Auntie Deborah. It was like she looked at me as if I was her niece too. I didn't even know, her, <laughs> but it, like I felt so I, like I could be unapologetically me with mm-hmm. your family since day one, and they they just welcome me with open arms. And I see that with you, Yelly, like. I always look at Auntie Rachel, Auntie Shauna, Auntie Deborah. I'm like, oh, my gosh, they're they're just people that I admire, and I see you becoming at you with your nieces and nephews. So it's just really beautiful to see Aww. the generation grow. That make you feel better, girl. That make you feel better. Girl, <laughs> so, feel
0: better. girl um, my, our family still be asking about you randomly, Lily. they how's Lily? do.
1: This COVID-19 that corona she done just dampened everything so with her right. bald head
0: self. <laughs> all right. Okay, so let's move on to the we doing good this episode, y'all. We kind of moving along, okay. Okay, okay. doing us Okay, that's because um, Lily got a newborn attend to. We're gonna have to <laughs> keep, keep things going. <laughs> um, okay, so before we move on to our two little segments, I just want, Lillian, I wanted to ask you or give you the opportunity to just kind of tell us a little bit about, um, Just I know you touched on it, but just more about you and Marky's journey in business and what advice would you give people who are trying to uh, do the same thing? Where can we follow you guys? And um, just, I know Marky has like some powerful missions behind um, his clothing lines that you mentioned and his shoe line. Like, Y'all, they are everything that they do has a purpose. So just like just expound on it a little bit more before we transition.
1: Sure. Yeah. So I'll start with direct message. Um the reason why we started that show was just to get provide people an opportunity to see black love because unfortunately i feel like there are not many good examples of it you see like these toxic relationships on these reality tv shows you don't see people that genuinely love and care for one another and we've been together since high school and we've been making it work like it hasn't been perfect but it's been beautiful and i think we just wanted to share that with other people to show that even though it's not perfect, you can make it work. It's gonna take a lot of hard work. It's gonna take some commitment, but it, it, it could be the most beautiful thing if you really put forth the effort. So we just wanted to have a show. Is really just raw and us, um, just answering questions. People, we call it direct message because people can direct message us on Instagram and just ask relationship questions. And we just answer them as raw and authentically as possible so funny she's leaving that part out I mean (laughs) don't leave that part out (laughs) Marky he's a fool I don't know it's like I really don't know what's wrong with him (laughs) (laughs) so good so yeah that's the show and then I I really can't take credit for uh, Marky's clothing line he's always been committed to fashion like that's to I think Yelly's point when she was talking about growing up and being more stylish, Marky has always really had a passion for clothes and shoes. Um, and so he wanted to become a businessman. Um, he's an entrepreneur doing this thing. And I'm, I'm not gonna lie, like it was really tough for me as his wife um, at the beginning because you know, you start a new business, you don't have any customers, you don't have that client base and we weren't making money. And I was really like pressuring him to get a nine to five job, and he did it. Like, we had a kid. He had, he realized that he had responsibilities as a father, he had to make money. And so he sucked it up and he did it, but he was miserable every single day. And I felt horrible because I'm like, I pressured him into doing this. So I just had to have, like, a real conversation with God and, like, asking God, like, you know, Marky has had it too, like, what is his purpose? What is he meant to do? And God has blessed him with his own um, clothing line and shoe line. So he started with Zen. He has a foot, uh, a shoe, um, it's like um, a Um, So he put one shoe out a couple years ago. He's still working on some new shoes now. More to come on that. I'll definitely make sure that I share that with Chris and Yelly if y'all want to share um, in the future so um, his shoe line is kind of on pause right now but he's really focusing on vertigo um, you can go and look online uh, his instagram is vertigo.png and also the website is don't look dub down is uh, don't look DWN.com. Um, and here, like Kristen said, the mission is really about providing really cool streetwear. Um, but it is really powerful. He has a voice, like I said, with Brianna Taylor. He's uh, a lot of his um, profits. He gives a portion of it to different organizations, charitable yeah. organizations. Um, so, yeah, we he's really committed to just... Showing his love for style and fashion, while also giving back to the community that I think needs it the most—our Black people. So it's been really awesome to see all of his work come to fruition, and I'm really proud of him to see like the journey that he had starting off up until now. Like it was tough, like I said, but it's definitely paying off all of his hard work.
0: I just really don't think it's by accident that that God gave y'all three boys because they are gonna need him in this world they're gonna need to hear his ups and downs as like three black men um on purpose like I don't know if you want ever wanted a daughter Lily, but (laughs) I think that is I don't know it's just amazing to see like him just going after it and that actually kind of falls right in line I don't mean if you were are you finished I didn't mean to cut you off um, that kind of falls right in line with of uh, our segment Yelly isms, what I wanted to talk about today. And Kristen, can you explain what Yelly is? Because you explain it a lot better than me for some reason. <laughs> yes. So Yelly, so now we are entering to the ism part, of my favorite segment. And really what it is, this just gives everybody an opportunity to just kind of see how wise Yelly is. These are most of the things she's talking about are things she's experienced or things that she's she does naturally. And she doesn't necessarily voice all of the wisdom that's inside of her. So I really wanted there to be an opportunity for her to discover her And, like, we got so many lined up. But, like, this is just an opportunity for her to kind of give you guys some practical things and for her to learn and discover herself. Um, it always helps me. I always um, take away something. So And like she said, the Yellyism today kind of goes and is in line exactly with what you said, Lillian. So... Take it away, Yellyism. 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 Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Kristen, don't be warning me about these uh, songs that she come up with. Like
1: they she be popping, I be snapping my Yelly-ism,
0: fingers. Yelly-ism. Hey. Okay. Well, today's Yellyism is—I don't really have official titles for it. I just kind of just go right into it. I just want to talk about a little bit about my college journey after high school. So, um, a lot of people don't know this, or maybe they do, but I went to five different colleges before I grad six or five, Kristen, five, five different colleges before I actually graduated. And at that point I felt like my life was changing every single year after high school. Um, so, of course, by the time I got to maybe like two years before I graduated, I wanted to quit. I took a year off Um at like two years before I graduated. I took a year off and I'm like, listen, forget this. I just cannot. I just cannot. I don't care about it enough. Like I'm all over the place with my credits. Um I had moved. I was in. Um, Missouri, and then I went to uh, Bloomington, Illinois, where, and I lived with Kristen, actually living in Bloomington, me and Kristen, that's kind of the first time we got close, um, and then I moved to Minnesota, actually, I went to two schools when I was in Bloomington, but anyway, then I moved to Minnesota, and then finally, I moved back home, and I ended up graduating for governor, from Governor State, and I went to Governor State for a year and a half, um, and I just smashed all my credits. I went into the office like, what What degree do y'all got for me? Because, listen, <laughs> it ain't happening. So y'all can make something up. So I think the made-up degree that I got is interdisciplinary studies, and then I minored in communication. Um, now, though I didn't do anything with that, like, necessarily, I feel like it's all coming full circle because I, like, dabble in so many. I changed my degree maybe about three times. Um, and I landed on interdisciplinary studies and they was just like sucked in all the credits and then I went. But anyway, my point in saying that is, is that um, sometimes your journey is going to look like a lot. It's going to look like you're dabbling in like a lot of different things. And people can make you feel insecure about wanting to dabble in a lot of things and like I think that journey was preparing me for right now. And like right now I'm kind of in the position where I got yell out loud. I got growing up with sisters. I got the podcast. I got DDC. Like it's a lot going on in my life that's not making me money right now. <laughs> but but the goal to get there and the goal to finish those things and the drive inside of me and not listening to everybody's opinions along the way, because there was a lot of people that had a lot about to say, a lot to say about my college journey. And it kind of led me to be embarrassed because a lot of people was like, when you going to finish, when you're going to finish it? And I think that was just an example of right now where there have been people that told me like, well, you need to just focus on one thing and master that one thing. No, I don't. <laughs> we talking to no i don't i can do whatever i want to do like if i okay. want to do add 10 more things to my plate i can one because i'm in the position to do that and actually this is kind of two things single people y'all have freedom right now so don't get so hung up on trying to be married and have children especially you know don't feel insecure that you don't have you didn't have kids and get married before i mean not last episode we talked about getting married before 25. there's a lot of things that i had to discover about myself and be okay with about myself and just the way god made me to be and he gave me the gift to be able to dabble in a lot of things and you cannot let anybody deter you from that you cannot let anybody discourage you from that um and that's pretty much my yellism for today like whatever you want to do like go for it and just set your get your priorities straight like and Lillian I like what you said about Marky how um even though he hated his nine to five at the time y'all needed to do what y'all needed to do um and he was able to realize through his nine to five that okay yeah this is this really is my passion i gotta go after it that nine to five probably pushed him even harder to get it done Mm -hmm. so you can work a nine to five you can have five businesses you can work on your passion projects um the part that you just need to do is to get you a a coach if you need one i had to give me a coach a um, business coach to help me monetize my passion projects. And there's a difference between passion projects and um, like careers or what you wanna do. Like what's gonna make you money and passion is what you can do for the rest of your life and not make any money. Like you have to identify that, but that doesn't mean you don't have to make money forever. You can get some guidance and get somebody with a little bit of wisdom to help you organize all your thoughts and organize all your ideas. Um, and the last thing I'm going to say, I know I've been rambling. The last thing I'm going to say is you cannot compare yourself to what you see on social media. Like you can't, I don't care if the five closest people next to you are doing the exact same thing that you are doing. So the H what? (laughs) like, they don't have i'm sorry did they grow up in the house with you Did do they have the same exact that personality that you do no do they have the same right. friends that you do do they have the same community and one thing that and i said this in our i think our first podcast Kristen. um sometimes your people your community that you build everybody don't belong in your community and sometimes when you're starting out you do have to think of it as like a community and eventually your community is going to tell their community and then their community is going to tell the other community and it'll all work out in the end and um I don't know if that's really it for me I know that was a lot but I'm just very passionate I'm very passionate about about that like just not discouraging people from doing what they want to do that's so good. And Lillian, I just remember like kind of when we would touch base, um, you talking about the things on marketing. And one thing I really admired was how you just were so um, you, you you loved him in a way where you knew what he needed to fulfill his purpose. And I feel like yeah. sometimes it's bigger than just, oh, I want to try this out. I want to do this or I want to be an entrepreneur when it is your God given purpose, when that is what you are made to be doing, that thing is gonna to continue to bubble up in you until it is done. And Lillian, I just admire you just as a wife and a mom for always like making sure that Marky kept his eyes on the prize, that he um, kept, mm-hmm. it, kept that, uh, that energy to be excited about it. And even when you might not have truly been excited about it, cause you thinking practically, You stood by him and I just see the fruit of that now. And I just feel so strong. And I think I told you this before in my body that it's going to continue to blow up. Like I just see y'all on high platforms, high influence doing things that you never dreamed of and it's all going to pay off. And that goes for everybody. Like just do not give up. Um, Yelly, what you said was so key and so good. And I love the fact that... Like your purpose is so unique to you, y'all. It don't. It's not gonna be like everybody else. Like she said, God gave you that purpose, and you might need to touch just one little person in this world. And if you don't, if you do not fulfill a purpose, you won't. Um, and God cares so much about everybody. It could just be for that one person, and that's enough. I mean, hopefully, it's not. And and it's, <laughs> but but just keep that in mind and I love I love that passion thing things you'll do for free for the rest of your life and I am realizing more and more how passionate I am about helping people get to their next level and um 100% being a part of something like this where I get to just give the wisdom that I have
1: Mm -hmm.
0: um moving right along so
1: I can add to that I think that's why I think this is so for y'all I feel like y'all are gonna continue to grow and be successful in this because ever since we were young y'all have always had that spirit of giving and introduce like even with God I feel like because I'm so close with God because of the influence and impact that y'all had I remember going to y'all house one day and everybody was in there speaking tongues I was so nervous that (laughs) y'all mama was trying to force me to speak tongues I was like I don't know how to do this (laughs) my point is that like just y'all have always just had that influence and trying to introduce other people to God, introduce other people to opportunities, introduce other people to communities and just really have that passion and desire to help the next person out. And that's why I think this show is just so y'all like, this is it. This is perfect. And I'm really proud of y'all for this.
0: Thanks Lily. That really means a lot coming from you. Like, honestly, because like, See, I mean, because, you know, of course, I don't talk to you as often as Kristen, but just, you know, social media, of course, like, I'm like, wow, I am so proud of them. Like, I love looking at at y'all together. It's just something about you and Marky when y'all marketing together. It's just like, it's so powerful. I don't know if you see it in that way. But I don't.
1: Like, I just, I really look at Marky like, wow, this is him. I really never see it as an us thing. I see it as, that's my man. I rooting for him. He got me kind of, you know, along in the journey. But
0: <laughs> nah, keep it being together. Like, I love when you're in like the promotional pictures and stuff. I'm I mean, like, like,
1: like a... <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> well,
0: let's move on. Um, yeah. Go ahead. I was I'm gonna sorry. Say move on to the last thing. We doing good. <laughs> we are. <laughs> um, I got to keep y'all in check. Cause listen, y'all go on and on. Um, <laughs> so let's move on to the no friend zone segment. As you guys know, um, you can't, Submit your questions to salt and lit now at gmail.com for a chance to be heard on the No Front Zone segment where Kristen kind of kicks it off, but me and Lillian will also add to the conversation on whatever the question might be um, that you will have. So, um, Kristen, what is our question for today? I don't think you told me what the question was today. No, I did. But so the question is how do you overcome feeling embarrassed? Um, <laughs> So look, the thing is <laughs> you don't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I it just one it just prompted me to want to ask y'all like before we talk about overcoming embarrassment, like what is what was your most embarrassing moment? And I got mine ready to go. So I can give y'all some time to think. My most embarrassing moment that I can remember right now um, is. So I had a little boyfriend. Y'all know it always got something to do with a little boyfriend. <laughs> uh, I was in high school and we were in a talent show. Me and Yelly for something we was a part of. We was always a part of something, and it was my turn to dance in the talent show. But I had brought my little boyfriend to to not his, whose name should not be mentioned. It was like maybe the, one of them one month, one monthers. <laughs> um, but he was real attractive, and so I brought him to see the talent show. But y'all. I was trying to dance so sexy. Like what? I was trying to dance so just not how I know to dance. Like it was a jazz dance and I was trying to just make it so something. And I didn't bring my dance clothes. I had on gym shoes, jeans, and a button up shirt. And so, okay. So all of that happened. And so I stopped and I, and she was like, uh, are you going to finish the dance? And I was like, I'm done. This is in front of everybody. And so in front of him in front of everybody she called this other dancer who still to this day this girl is like a performer she called her out she was like, okay well if you're not gonna do it then i'm gonna have somebody else do it right and she called her out and this girl killed it y'all i looked so fat and stupid and i wasn't even fat back then but i just felt <laughs> so embarrassed in my stomach like to this day I, I can recall the embarrassment that i had in that moment but you know why I was embarrassed? Trying to be too cool. Stop trying to be <laughs> so cool, and you wouldn't have been embarrassed. Oh
1: that my is god! Is and that is
0: my response to everybody. If you could just tap into your regular self and not try to be too cool, because when you <laughs> when if you fall out your seat. Just be like, oh man, dang, I just fell on my seat. As to being like, yeah. oh no, who's gonna see me? Like you well, still trying to be cool. You still trying to be cool. I think, I think that point, Chris, into your last point, like I don't have a lot of embarrassing moments because it takes a lot for me to get embarrassed. Um As like an adult. So I don't really remember a lot, but I remember this one specific time when I had just got my braces and, (laughs) and my teeth was popped. Okay. I was, my teeth was throwing up all type of gang signs. Okay. (laughs) It was so bad. Um, I'll have to show y'all a picture. Oh, actually there's a picture on our uh, Instagram page when we were sitting by the pool. Take a look for yourself, girl, at your own risk. But Um, I also needed a retainer with my braces to do whatever I needed to do. And so I remember at lunch, I forgot my container. I was in fifth grade. I forgot my, um, container. So I wrapped it up in a napkin. I took it out to eat and I wrapped it up in a napkin and I accidentally threw it away, but I didn't realize it until like the end of the day. And I'm like, Oh my God, I forgot my retainer. So I just went through the school day. Like, I mean, the end of the school day, like not thinking it's a big deal, So after we got in the car, mommy picked us up and she was like, I was like, oh mommy, I I forgot my, I accidentally threw my retainer away. (laughs) You know, just so lightly. She was like, stop the car, you did what? (laughs) Now me not realizing how much braces actually cost and retainers and all the things, my mama (laughs) turned around, the big old truck, turned the truck around, made me get out the car and search the garbage. In front of people, like in I the was just go- It was the dump- In the in the dumpster, she made me. She was like, "Look <laughs> you for still it."
1: Still gotta put that in your mouth.
0: Too. <laughs> I didn't find it. I didn't find it. But I'm like, I guess I. Was, she was gonna make me put it back in my mouth, but I couldn't find it. But I think that was probably my most embarrassing moment. And probably my whooping in third grade (laughs) in the bathroom (laughs) stall. But I would want to say, Christy, you're absolutely right. Like when you, uh, we, I guess I don't want to answer the question. Go ahead, Lily. You can go first. No,
1: I agree. I agree with you, Yelly. I feel like I don't have many embarrassing moments. I was probably going to say when I showed Miss Friesen the naked picture, like, hey, (laughs) "Hey." (laughs) that was probably mine. (laughs) Uh, But I think I have always owned it. I know who I am. I know I'm goofy. I knew I grew up being an airhead. Like, even though I could have the best book smart, sometimes I got to give myself those breaks where I'm not always thinking straight. So I understand who I am. I know I'm quirky. I know I can be a little nerd sometimes. And I think I own that. So call out my chair, that was funny. You know what I'm saying? And I have three brothers. They always talked about me. I think that kind of helped me put up this, chill like you it's okay we're humans we make mistakes We're yeah. am gonna have those embarrassing moments so i don't think i get easily embarrassed
0: either but chris and what you said was is the nail on the head and that was gonna be my response when you said um if you get embarrassed you just gotta own it like you can't <laughs> you just have to own it like bust yourself out like i think i talked yeah, about I I on do. the episode um when lily when i first met tori my boyfriend um i accidentally text Marcy, um, saying like, girl, he got two kids, (laughs) but I ended up sending Ah. the text I ended up sending a text to Tori. <laughs> I talked about that already, but basically I was saying, like, Kristen was like, well, what did he say? And he didn't respond, but I just had to hurry up and bust myself out, like, sorry, I meant to say that to Marcy. Like, you just gotta bust yourself out. <laughs> like, you get more, it's more embarrassing when you try to play it off or try to act like you're still cool after you just did something yeah. embarrassing. Like, no. Right now, you're not cool. You are embarrassment. You're, you're ugly. Just <laughs> embrace it. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs)
1: girl oh man
0: but i think that's all the time we have for today y'all we are going to wrap it up here thank you so much lillian for joining us and we will talk to y'all next week thank you lily bye everybody bye thank you so much for listening to the salt and lip podcast with yelly and chris don't forget to submit your questions to Salt and Lid now at Gmail for your chance to be featured on the No Front Zone segment. If you want to remain anonymous, just let us know. If you have not already, go and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Salt and Lit Podcast.